All right, hey everybody, this is Ogilvy Straight coming in on a new episode of the Experimentalist Podcast. This is episode 37. And I'm feeling pretty good about it. I am doing this one first thing in the morning. I don't think I've ever tried that before. Just woke up. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. Came right in here. Did the music yesterday. And haven't even listened to it. So sometimes I'll go through and, you know, make the musical cues. Like, I'll listen to it, find the parts that I want people to hear. And then um, I'll kind of mark them. So when I'm talking and doing all that stuff, I know where I want to come in and I want I, I know where the music's going to come in. But um, I'm just going to bring the music right up. I'm not going to get into anything uh, commentary-wise. And I just want to hear some of it. So this is me. Check it out. So, I hope everybody's having a good day, a good morning, or a good night whenever you're listening to this. This one is going to be coming out uh, while I'm on the road. So, if this comes out at the right time on Wednesday like it's supposed to, um, I'll actually be sending it from the road, um, which is should be cool, should work fine. Um, as long as I remember to do it, because I'm usually driving when I'm on the road. I don't, I don't ride passenger very often, um, which I like. I like being on the road, I like driving, whatever. Um, 
So how's everything going as far as like this music thing is going? It's been a rough, not insanely rough, but it, it's a lower period. Emotionally, I've been feeling pretty low about everything. Um, just not... Uh, I don't know. I just don't know what I'm supposed to do at this point. Um, I practice scales. I don't know a ton about scales, actually. I mean, I know there's uh, other things as far as scales are concerned, which are mixolydian modes and lydian and pro i don't even know i don't know what they are uh, i should and you know uh, when you don't know something i just watched something i don't know where this was i think i got into watching the guy that Leonardo DiCaprio plays in Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort. Um, he does, you know, the motivational speaking. It's interesting to watch those dudes. Uh, when I was making this move to stop being a professional and working for a living, which is an honorable thing to do, when I chose to stop doing that and uh, really try to get into music and learn about it, uh, I did buy some of the old CDs that um, Dale Carnegie and things like that, where they say, envision a better you and you will become a better person. And all that stuff is great. Um, but I think, I don't know, we, we probably tell ourselves that same stuff. So it has to, the answer has to be somewhere else. Not just telling yourself you're good enough, you're smart enough, and doggone it, people like you, you know, that can only get you so far. It has to build into like knowledge and confidence and things like that. But anyway, this Jordan Belfort dude was talking about levels of knowledge or something. And he said, at the very beginning of something, you don't even know what you don't know. And that's kind of like a nice, ignorant spot to be. But once you start learning, the first step you get to and I think I'm saying this right, but the first step you get to is realizing all the things that you don't know. And now you know how much you don't know, and you're basically an idiot at that point. That's where I, I'm at right now. Um, and, you know, what do you do in that spot? Sometimes you can try to find friends to talk to, which make it better, but sometimes you just got to live in that feeling and try to get through it. So that's where I'm at. And man, some days it gets pretty rough.
Take this lesson, the Greek yogurt told me. Get someone. A professional to teach you. Even if it's to learn one new thing. Even if it's to show you one bad habit that you have and tell you how to fix that. Get someone to give you proper instruction before you keep moving in this direction. I thought it was good advice. They actually always tell me that Greek yogurt is good for you. So now it's time to do something with that advice. That lesson was to go get a lesson. But who could I go to? Who would not waste my money? Who would not steal away my time? How do you find someone like that? Does the internet have a yellow pages? You find yourself sitting at a desk making notes, lists even, a diagram showing you all the possibilities. You're piecing things together and they're seemingly starting to fit. And you realize then that this part is part of the show. You thought you were only working when in fact you were also listening. The restaurant was busy, but not packed. Our table was loud. Everyone was talking. Everyone except me and the kid at the other end, sitting at a corner seat. He wasn't eating. No one seemed to notice. And he wasn't paying any attention to the adult conversations being shouted in all directions. Topics like stocks, health insurance, 
what food everyone has and exactly how it tastes. Also, some talk about movies, sports, and traffic. How dull he should be thinking, but he isn't. He is deeply concentrating on a phone screen, hiding in his hand under the table. He scrolls through defensive plays with his thumb. He's right in the middle of a game of Madden with a kid from school. A win could give him enough points to move up to number one in the league. He was good enough operating the game with one hand so he could still pick at his dinner and maintain the illusion that he was still there and part of the whole scene. But he didn't think about the food or healthcare or any of those conversations. Well, maybe he was thinking about sports, but it wasn't boring like the sports conversation at the table because that was actually just about golf. Try this uh, for real. I'm doing a golf thing. Just took a took my first golf lesson, and let me before everyone shuts this off. If that's a boring thing, I don't really know. I uh, I'm sitting looking at a kid at a dinner table where he's the only kid there amongst adults, and how awesome it is to watch a child navigate around a bunch of adults that are saying the dumbest (laughs) shit ever um and whereas a child like in that situation you want to stay interested in something and you got phones and stuff like that back in my day it was maybe like a game boy or uh uh, sega dream no 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 game gear um anyway you couldn't take a game gear system out in public back then but now everybody's got a phone so you can kind of get away with that but it was cool watching this kid because he was really polite and um seemingly part of the whole deal but he was definitely not part of the whole deal um but he was he was taking care of biz and i appreciated that that was cool but anyway um golf 
for me, is part of the whole big strategy. It's It's got to be related because golf is something that um, I've... I, uh, it's another thing that I don't have a lot of um, knowledge about, and it's very hard to do. And and but uh, there's something about golf at my age where I can get into it, and it's not. It doesn't feel like I'm starting too late. Um, where music, and where I'm at right now, and I, I deal with this every day, where there's kids out there coming out, and instead of you know there's some kids instead of sitting around playing video games or something like that instead of doing that they decide to pick up an instrument and start working at that and going to town and learning the shit and that's i guess like in a sense part of my competition i i am struggling not to think of it that way either because um uh, if you heard a, a couple episodes ago i went to an open mic um and the greatest part about it was just being around other people doing the same thing and and just listening to other people's take on how you do music. You realize that it's everyone has their own take, and that's the great part about it. So, um, uh, but um, golf has a whole set of crazy skills in it as well and it just relates so much to me it's it feels similar um so i think as i take lessons in that I, the lessons that i learn there should be able to be applied to music and vice versa so if i start getting better at say golf because maybe it is not rooted so deep down inside me i i don't feel like i'm gonna have days where I wake up and go, what the hell am I even doing? Picking up this driver and trying to hit the shit. Maybe sometimes when I go play, that happens. But um, yeah, so it, it all relates. That, so that does happen. I, uh, it's just I don't, I, I, I guess I don't think about it so much all day long. Like I do trying to learn how to play on the keys and play on the git and stuff like that. But that's that's the deal. I'm trying. Uh, it's just a, a companion piece because the learning is the same. The learning process and being an idiot at the beginning that is the same. And however long that takes, I just that's just the deal. That's just how my life's gonna be so golf swing those clubs baby hit the ball anywhere if you hit a house don't freak listen to the sounds the ball makes as it rattles around hitting the side walls and listen to the person coming out yelling at you saying you're a jerk and you owe him money and whatever it's just something you did enjoy that
I was thinking about getting a new album by a new, somewhat upcoming artist. It seemed like, at first, a lot of money to spend, but I was curious. I first thought about all the content I could get from him for free. YouTube videos, Spotify, copy the shit from friends. But that would take some time. Or I could pay the $14.99 and get everything now, and I could listen to it whenever. But then I probably would never listen to it. And then it would be a waste of money, so I could just check out a YouTube clip. Kind of went back and forth for a few minutes, but ultimately I, uh, I clicked the play button on the clip and I'm like, eh, whatever. This is lame. I'm going to go drink more beer. Then I can't even find where I put my beer, so I go back up to the YouTube page. I'm like, if I start watching that clip, I'll remember why I was watching it, and then I'll remember what I was doing before I started watching it, and then I'll remember where I put my beer. And I should, you know, give that dude on YouTube another chance anyway, because I was kind of trying to cheat him out of his hard-earned money, and I just blew him off and perhaps the video was good and he's a talented musician perhaps i was being a complaining don't so i check out the video and it's actually great it's great enough that i pay the 14.99 for the entire album because this whole ordeal you know him having thoughts and ideas turning them into a song teaching people to play the songs, learning to perform them live, or just perform them at all, renting out a production space, recording an album, mixing, editing the album, giving it a title, and then produce it, package it, sell it, and then promote it. That whole ordeal to still have free content online making its way to me, and I can watch it and dismiss it without giving it a fair chance for nothing. No. All that is worth something. I don't know exactly what, but $14.99 sounds like more than a fair price. Thank you.
there was a time when I pretty much got it. I was clued into life, the big mystery. I could see kind of how it all worked at that time, how things would play out if one were to do this or do that. It, it was hard to keep track of it. And for me, it kind of made a little too much sense. I don't know if everyone has these moments. Sometimes they last just a few minutes. Or you can unlock that combination and live in that awareness for years. Some people may experience that many times throughout their lives. Others may never experience it once. When I had that, I knew that it was given to me by I don't know I can't even remember anymore all of the details are gone erased from my memory from what seems to be my life all that is left is the feeling of loss I remember being connected to something. I remember the notion, the sensation that I once had the knowledge and that it was a gift. I don't think it was specifically earned. It was presented to me and I gave it back. Either that or I just let it slip away. I don't particularly like that version, so I usually never mention it that way. And that's where the question of honesty starts to come into play. That's why I ambled down the path of being an artist. Because when you become an artist, you can play with honesty like a child plays with goo. At some point in an adult's life, goo ceases to exist. If you do encounter it, it's typically a nuisance. You may mess with it enough to clean it up and dispose of it, but as a child, you can play around with it until it virtually disintegrates. An artist can turn honesty into a big, fun pile of goop. You have all the options in the world. You can tell the straight up truth, or you can make everything up. You can blur the lines, maybe change a couple of names here and there and tell everybody that it's not real. Basically, you can lie. In that specific situation, you better hope you have an audience because if you're not being honest to no audience you're just lying to yourself 
I want to say that I once had some answers. That I knew where things were heading. If I were to admit that I don't necessarily feel so good about the directions things seem to be going, I might have to stop and ask myself, am I lying? started this podcast, I um, had this thought that um, I would maybe try to do it as like uh, to connect with people that maybe were in similar circumstances as me, you know, like trying to get out there and do something different. And I could be like, I'll put my uh, like I'll put a recorded document out there that shows um what it's like to to do this to to try something new and see and and I think I maybe had something in my mind that it was like I can sort of uh connect with people that are in a similar situation but I I I think as I'm doing it I'm realizing that I don't know if there's a lot of people out there like me and in the same situation so um, it starts to 
feel a little bit more lonely, like the, the path that I'm going on is not something that I can really join in with other people. It's really my own thing. And I don't know how I feel about that at this point, but I'm already out there in the wasteland. I took the steps. I'm past the point of no return, like Bridget Fonda in the remake of the Luc Besson movie, La Femme Nikita. But I am not a trained killer in this instance. So, <laughs> I guess I'll just keep going out there and hopefully I won't get destroyed by whatever's there. Everybody, thanks uh, once again for checking out this episode or any episode. If you can sit through all this and um, get anything out of it, that's that's awesome. Um, I really, really appreciate it. And if you any feedback, if anybody wants to give me anything, like I'm on Twitter or on Facebook or even on the website, you can get in touch with me and let me know. Um, if anything is working or, you know, whatever. So I love getting any of the feedback that, that, um, I do get. So keep that coming in any way possible. Call me on my cell phone, 804-JTZ-2562. Hook it up. And everybody, enjoy yourselves. Have a great time out there. Hopefully I'll see you sometime soon at uh, an open mic or at a house party or on the golf course. Let's keep trying to make ourselves better. Wire. Peace. Peace.